A person who supports the sukkah, who makes the sukkah stand by leaning it on his bedposts, meaning that it's a very shaky sukkah, that the walls wouldn't stand by themselves unless they were leaning on the posts of the bed. That's how shaky it is. The Mishnah still says, it's kosher, because as we learned already many times, a sukkah has to be a diras arai, a temporary residence. And even though this sukkah is so shaky that it's leaning on the post of a bed, it's still kosher because it doesn't matter how temporary and how shaky, as long as it's kosher and it could stand. But Rabbi Yehud, who we already learned in the previous Mishnah at the beginning of the first Mishnah, Rabbi Yehud holds that a sukkah has to be a permanent structure. And therefore Rabbi Yehud disagrees with the Tanakhama, the first opinion, and says, Rabbi Yehud If the sukkah cannot stand on its own without leaning on the bed, it's not kosher, because it has to be able to stand on its own, which, by the way, has interesting halachic significance that you have to be able to stand on your own to be considered standing. And that's whenever the halacha teaches that we have to stand. For instance, just for an example, by Shemona Esrei, by the Amida prayer, or when saying vidui, when confessing on Yom Kippur, when you're supposed to stand, the halacha is if you're leaning on something while standing, so if you're leaning to the extent that if it would be taken away, you would fall like the bed in this case with the sukkah, that's considered your sitting. Even though you might be standing, but if you're leaning on something to the extent that if it was taken away, you would fall, that's considered your sitting. And therefore, by Shemana Esrei, or the confessing, or, or when you're listening to Shofar, or any time that you're supposed to stand, make sure that even if you're leaning on something, that you, if it would be taken away, you'd still be able to stand. And the Mishnah continues with another case, Sukkah Hamiduvleles which is translated as a disorderly sukkah, which the Gemara explains is like sort of like a nickname way of saying mivul beles. Bilbul means confusion, bilbul. So miduvleles is a, dis- a confused way of saying mivul beles. A disorderly sukkah, whose shade is more than its sun, kshere is valid. So the Gemara explains it's talking about a case where you didn't put the schach nicely lined up one after the other. The other like a yeka, but instead you just put the schach not nicely to the extent that they're like all over the place, and therefore lemaisa because you didn't put the schach neatly. Right now, there's more sun shining on the people in the sukkah than shade, which we already learned in the very first Mishnah, that there has to be more shade than sun, because the sukkah is, because of the, is, is called after the schach. The schach, the roof, is the chefza, the object of the sukkah, and the whole purpose of the schach is to give shade, so there has to be more shade than sun. Now, here we're talking about the case the Gemara says, where there is enough schach, there is enough schach to make more shade than sun. If you would have put the schach nicely, if you would have lined it up nicely, but because you put it disorderly and the schach is all over the place, so right now, Lemaisa, there's more sun than shade, but because theoretically, if you would put it in the right way, there would be that the shade would be more than the sun, even though it's meduvleles, and right now, Lemaisa, there's more sun, it's ksher, it's still kosher. And then the Mishnah finishes with a third case, the opposite. What if you have, so to speak, two much schach. Can there ever be too much schach? Can there ever be too much of a good thing? So the Mishnah says, Hamu bias, a case where the schach is so thick. 
that it's like a house. You put so much schach there that it's so thick that it's like a house. Even though the stars cannot be seen through it, which we know from other sources, the Yerushalmi and the Shulchan Aruch brings it down, that one is supposed to be able to see the stars in the sukkah, somehow through the schach, which is a very deep thing to somehow spot the stars. But what the Mishnah says, what if a case that you put in so much schach that you can't see the stars? Even so, kshera, it's still kosher, because seeing the stars through the schach is not a necessary ingredient for the sukkah to be kosher. It's just a lechatchila, it's just for best case scenario. But lemaisa, there are certain customs, such as, the, for instance, the custom of Chabad, is to put so much schach that you can't see the stars, because like the Mishnah says, it's kosher and it's always better to have more schach to be safer than sorry.